All right. We are live. We are live. Welcome to the house. Let's do this thing. This is super exciting. I've been uh, looking forward to this for so long. We have the Las Vegas views right in front of us. It's insane. We see the mountains. I've uh, been here for a couple days. Had some ups and downs. <laughs> Yesterday was definitely more <laughs> of a down, but I mean, we started off pretty all right, you know. Yeah. We win that much money. I go on a heater playing craps. You can't ask for anything better than that. Craps was way up and down for me yesterday. Yeah, yeah it was It was rough. So uh, let's go ahead and start and tell everyone what our bets are for today because sure. we did make some bets. Of course, we're in Vegas. Yeah, we got some good college basketball action today. Let me so. hear which one you have. So I took a, a winner's parlay. Okay. Um, I took three. Uh, I got Duke today, uh, Texas, and TCU. A lot of uh, cross-conference games today. Yeah, I love it. Um, Big Big Twelve versus uh, SEC yeah. should be fun. One thing I was I was so tempted to take Alabama money line because you know I'm a Alabama fan and, and you know Trey Young he could play bad, but the money line was like at like plus one fifty. It wasn't worth the value. And why was Oklahoma only favored by one and a half? I mean, I don't know. Is Trey Young not playing? I mean, what's he's playing? What's but the deal? I think it's Trey Young versus Sexton. He finally has someone who can cover him. Yeah. You know? Um, I'll tell everyone what bets I have. Go ahead. Let me, I have them on my phone because I didn't want to lose my bets left. You know, I want to be smart about it. So I took a five-teamer parlay. I took Kansas Moneyline, Arizona, money, Arizona Moneyline. This was a crazy one that I was thinking here was Kentucky plus 10. I figured, why would I not take Kentucky plus 10? Yeah, and I think that, that was the easy call of the day. The easiest one, Honestly. yeah. Uh, I took Penn State at home. Butler at home, that's probably scary versus St. John's, but... By the way, I can see Kentucky winning this game. They yeah. were like plus 400. Yeah. It, it, that's pretty I good mean, value. the value's good. If, if it wasn't a parlay, I probably would have taken Kentucky either way. Yeah. But they're on the road, and they're playing against a, a really strong team. Um, so, the moment we've all been waiting for, let's get into our top 10. A too early college football you know, top 10. My favorite thing about yet. this, my favorite thing about this is, what's it going to look like? halfway through the season, then what's it going to look like at the end of the season? We're going to be like, let's exactly. see how our preseason rankings did. I guarantee you that there's going to be a couple teams in here that that we have in the top ten that are going to lose four games. Yeah. <laughs> they might not even be five. I'm looking at my, probably my first team might not even win ten games. So. Let's go ahead and start with honorable mentions. Okay, we'll go with honorable mentions. I want to hear yours first. Okay, so I'll give you, I'll give you four. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with Michigan. The reason I'm going to go with wow. Michigan is because Man, I don't know who's going to play quarterback. Is it going to be Peters? Uh, is Shea Patterson even going to be eligible? That's the thing. He's enrolled in classes, but the eligibility is up in the air. Yeah. And until Harbaugh gets a quarterback, I just and McCaffrey. I and and I, yeah. is McCaffrey going to be ready? I mean, he lit it up in high school. He he, he redshirted the year. Let's see what happens. He's got the name. Yeah, Mc, oh, <laughs> for sure. Have you but, seen him play in high school? He oh was, yeah, he was electric. Oh, absolutely. Um, next, I'm going to go with Auburn. Uh, I've got to give Auburn some kudos. And that's surely due to the fact that they knocked off two number ones last season. So. Auburn was one of mine as well. Cool. Uh, cool. Stidham's coming back. Stidham's coming back. But they lost Carryon Johnson. They lost Carryon Johnson. But I just don't think that the West is going to be as competitive yeah. next year as it was this year. And I think Auburn's going to win nine or ten games. Yeah, I, I could see that too. Um, I'm going. <laughs> this is going to be a floater here for my honorable mention with Florida State. Florida State, okay. And everyone's telling me, like, Florida State could be pretty terrible, and I don't think they're going to be as bad as everyone thinks. Even even if Blackman's playing quarterback, let's say Francois loses his job, did you see the way Florida State ended the season? Yeah, they they finished strong. Uh, 
Blackman is not going to be the starter. You think Francois has it locked? I think Francois has it locked up. I, I just love the way Blackman commanded the team at the end of the year. And, and But he grew. What also I like about your statement, you don't think he's being quarterback, is Francois stayed with the team. He went to practice. He went to games. That's hard for someone to do oh, yeah. out the entire year, and he showed he could be a leader. He's committed. But you, you know what's funny? I, I was actually thinking about FSU because I feel like everyone's kind of written them off. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, we're talking about Taggart's a good coach. Taggart's, he, he's going to change the offense, all right? Yes. So, so we're going from a pro style to he's actually going to do kind of like a no-huddle pro style. Yeah. He's really going to change the offense. Yeah, with a lot of sugar huddles. It should be really yeah. fun. Um, and I'll give you one more honorable mention, and they're going to feel disrespected that I didn't put them in the top ten. Penn State. Wow, not in your top ten. I just think <laughs> I'm not a McSorley fan, and I think losing Barkley is such a big deal. Yeah, you were down on McSorley all year, and I mean, even the games he played good, it, it wasn't it wasn't like a commanding offense because of him. It was checkdowns, dumps, and when you have a great tight end and a great running back, it helps uh, a growing quarterback. So, do you think losing uh, Barkley is going to be that? Yeah, that he, much of he's a difference, a difference maker, and, and Moorhead. I mean, they lost their play caller, so. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, let me hear yours. Okay. I know so, I nailed some of yours already. Uh, yeah, so so Auburn was one of them. Uh, West Virginia, all right, I was close to including them in my top. I was so close. Okay. But I just couldn't do it because they lost five games this year. There's a lot of hype around this team. Greer's going to be a Heisman candidate. Greer's definitely going to be a Heisman candidate. He's got Sills coming back. Yes. They, in my opinion, I think they're going to have the best passing game in the country next year. Oh, yeah. Best wide receiver core. I think Sills, he's going to be up for a wide receiver of the year. Easily. Absolutely. But the thing is, can they play defense? That's the question with every team in the Big 12. Oklahoma proved to us that they could. Yeah, they did. Um, they, they competed with Georgia. They made Georgia play their game. So, I don't know, man. What do you think about West Virginia? Um, can I hold my thoughts on West Virginia thoughts? for all a right, second? Yeah, sure. Let me hear your next all one. Right. I want to hear your next all one. Right. Right. Uh, Miami, all right? I'm not putting Miami in my top ten. I was down on Miami all year. <laughs> yeah. I think it was after the Virginia Tech game. Okay. That they won, but I just I wasn't impressed. Rozier turns the ball over too many times. Yes. You can't do it. And, and if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they're they're losing their starting running back too, which is which is a big loss. But I mean, you're you're not even putting him in your top ten. No. Mark Richt is just getting started. Don't get me wrong. Great recruiter. Uh, they're on the rise. Yeah. But I just don't think they're there yet. Okay. Let's say. Um, you had to rank them. I, okay. I know that you're honorable mention. Where would you put them? Because I, I want to see how yeah. far out of the top ten. No, I, I mean, I, I would just outside. I mean, we're like, talking like 12, 12 or 13. 13 yeah. yeah. Okay, I figured. Yeah, for sure. All right, let me so, hear another. I, I know I nailed a couple of years. Do you have any more? Uh, that was it for me. Okay. I just had three. With that being said, why I said I was going to hold off on this is because I have West Virginia slated at 10. I, I just think there's too much hype for me not to put them at 10. But at the same time, they're interchangeable with Penn State, in my opinion. Like if okay. I had ten, if I had Penn State at ten, I'd have West Virginia at eleven. It's it's vice versa. I have to disagree with you on that one though, because okay. Penn State, I mean, besides they they had good losses all year. They were yeah, one of the best did. teams in the country. They, they easily could. have, I mean, if it wasn't for a miracle JT Barrett comeback, then we might be talking about Penn State in the playoff yeah, last year. We, we we could we could be, but they were that close. You but. know, this is gonna make you so happy when I tell you this. They're in the hardest conference in football. Say it again. They're in the hardest conference in football. The Big Ten is tough. Toughest division. Oh my, the toughest division at that. And so when I have to think about this, when I have to think about this, and I'm I'm comparing, I mean, 
West Virginia has tough games. I think they play at TCU. That's a, that's a okay. tough one. Yeah, actually, uh, they play first first almost. That's always a hard game. But is, is that at home? Do they get Oklahoma? Oh no, actually, TCU is uh, is a neutral site, but it's a, in Texas. So are they playing it in Arlington? Are yeah, they, that's what the Ohio State's doing. That's weird. yeah, it's weird. Why right? is TCU playing so many? Neutral I, side I have games? no idea. Um, but that's my I have West Virginia slate at ten. So who's your number ten? All right. So I made a change here. Okay. Um, but I went ahead and put Stanford. At number 10. Because I didn't want to be too high on Stanford. Yeah. Because I was really high on them going into this year. Okay. Bryce Love's coming back. That's enough said. I, 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 I'm not <laughs> mad at it. Listen, when I was building my uh, my honorable mentions and I was thinking, I don't know why I didn't give any credit to Stanford, but because Bryce Love's coming back, like, why did he come back? Absolutely. He, I mean, he could be in the NFL yeah. right now. Their defense struggled last year. Yes. So that was the question mark for me. I think that this can be a really good team. They have nine returning starters on defense next year. Yeah. KJ Costello coming back at quarterback. Uh, doesn't turn the ball over. Good. Typical Stanford game manager. He made yeah. some big plays. Yes. Last year. Um, I'm pretty high on him. Uh, I want to look at their toughest games here. They have two tough road games at Notre Dame. Yeah. That's going to be a hard one. What else? At Washington. See, and that, that's going to decide. That's a scary, a scary factor conference. for me as well here because tough road games, tough road games at Washington, scary. And I took a little peep at your sheet, so I want to move into my number nine, so I can just make you upset right away. Go ahead. My number nine. My number nine is Washington. Okay. And when you have a Heisman front runner, you know Browning's going to be in the mix for one of the top. Uh, oh, uh, he's the best quarterback in the Pac-12. Yes. This year. Yes. Hands down. And they got Gaskin back. Yes. That was Washington's going to be good. That was huge. Brad. But I don't know why I put them at 10, at 9. It might be because there's I just have better teams, in my opinion. Okay, but do you think there's a better team in the Pac-12 than Washington next year? Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> I didn't give Pac-12 much love at I think all. Washington is going to be the best team in the conference next year. I think they could easily compete for a playoff. But they were in the playoff two years ago. Yeah, you know what I was reading um, – I was reading uh, one ESPN analyst say that he wouldn't be surprised if Washington made the playoffs this year. Yeah, he he has them as their fourth team. So, I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. Um, you know, the very first game of the season is going to be a big test for them. Oh, absolutely. That's Auburn. Versus Auburn, yeah. And, and that's, yeah. Neutral site. Yeah. It's going to tell a us a lot about both teams. Both teams and both conferences. Yeah. I think it's going to tell us a lot about what the SEC is going to look like, what the Pac-12 is going to look like. That's a huge game. This is this is a big chance for Auburn to avenge their SEC loss, SEC West loss mm-hmm. versus Alabama. If they go out and take down Auburn week one, I mean, that could just shapeshift Auburn's, Auburn's whole season. Same with uh, sure. Washington. Other than that, though, I mean, I think Stanford's their only other tough game. Yeah. Washington-Stanford is going to be the game of the year in the Pac-12. Oh, yeah. And the Pac-12 is not going to have a lot of big games this year. Um, I see USC taking a step back. Yeah. I see Oregon staying in the middle. Yeah, Oregon's going to be a borderline 500 team, I think. Yeah. So, Pac-12's not going to be very competitive next year. No. I, I think it's Stanford, Washington, and everybody else. Washington Washington will be probably a steamroller one. But, just when I go through the list and I, and I look at how many good teams above Washington there are, I got I to... Gotta, Put them down, and, and they lost the uh, you know Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year is, is going to the draft. So yeah, and he was their emotional. Yeah, he was their, 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 their defense. So 
But I think that this comes down to you're not giving a lot of love to the Pac-12, which I completely agree yeah, with. Yeah, I'm, I'm down on them. You, you saw them in the bowl games. What were they? One and eight? It was horrible. And yeah, it was... not a lot of people on the East Coast even watch Pac-12 games. Right. So it takes a lot for me to be really invested in, invested in a team like Washington. I'll tell you, though, uh, Stanford at Washington already geeked up for that one. Yes. Washington has a gorgeous stadium. Washington's Great crowd. Some, Washington have some fun games to watch yeah, this year. it's going to be a good one. All right, so my number nine... We're going to go Penn State. Oh, we are. Penn State. Okay. That's my first Big Ten team. You're going to get used to hearing a lot of Big Ten East teams. Yes. So get used to it. it it's okay. I, I'm not mad at you. I have a lot. Mine's okay. riddled with Big Ten. We've established that the Big Ten East will be the most competitive division in football next year. This is not oh, like a yeah, it, This is not it, a biased it, opinion you know, for me. That's what's kind of scary. The Big Ten might have another two-loss champion, which is not yep. good for – the whole playoff committee. It, it's not good. I think there's going to be a lot of parity. I'm, I'm hoping that someone can come out the other end with just one loss so that we don't get left out of the playoff again. No way, though. If this Big Ten conference that's so competitive does have a two-loss champion, do yeah. they keep them out of the playoff again? I know there, there's a lot that has to happen. But There's a lot that has to happen, but just look at them throwing Alabama in. And I'm going to go ahead and give some love to the Tide. Just look at that, right? Yeah, sure. If Alabama were to have lost... In the first round? In the first round. Okay. I think Instead of completely I dominating think Clemson? If there would be a two-loss Big Ten champ again, they're putting him in. But if the situation happens like it happened this year, they're going to go ahead and put that one-loss SEC team in, that extra SEC team. You really think that they would do that again? Yeah, I, I think they would. Honestly, I think you're right. I think that they would do the same exact thing because Bama proved that they were the best team. Yeah. And they're, they're going to put the four best in. And record doesn't always indicate that. Right. And, and championships don't always indicate it, indicate that. So anyway, a little bit of a tangent there. Um, but Penn State, I know that they lost Moorhead. We already established that. I think that this is going to be McSorley's shot. Yeah. They need him to be the guy. If he can throw the ball down the field, I think he will be an effective, highly effective quarterback. My problem is I just, I'm not a big fan of guys who can't throw the ball down the field. And you don't think that he has that ability? I don't know. If, He's got Deshaun Hamilton coming back. I don't know if they I were. Believe. I don't know if they were holding him back or that's that. But there are plenty. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of quarterbacks, even in the NFL, who don't throw the ball deep. Look, look at Tom Brady. This year is the most he's thrown it deep in a long time. I think since he's had Randy Moss. Sure. He, he hasn't had to. He hasn't had to, and that's his game. This is. The biggest indicator, though, their games are no joke. Yeah. So they have Ohio State at home. That's going to be an early one this year. Um. Ohio State at Penn State, it's in September. So that's going to, that's going to dictate the season yeah. in the Big Ten East, that game. They also have Michigan State at home. Okay. Uh, they're at Michigan, and they have to play Wisconsin this year. Yes. Penn State, Wisconsin. And I think Wisconsin's going to still be very, very tough. Very good, and I'm sure that we'll get to them. Uh, go ahead and give me your number eight. We, we just highlighted Michigan State. I am sad that I don't have Michigan State higher. Okay. Um, but I don't have any. I don't have any real reason why I don't have them higher. There's a lot of hype around this team. Yeah. Okay, but can we get this out of the way first? Can we talk about uh, what broke yesterday? The story yes. with Michigan State because I I think did that, you did that change your, your 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 order? So it didn't change my order, but because they're going to be a great football team. Yeah. But if this story gets out of hand. Covering up, they're covering could, up sexual assault in every. It was like three of their top sports. Yeah, and Izzo and D'Antonio are both listed on the report. We could easily see a Baylor situation here. You guys, 
remember how good Baylor was, and then they had scandal break out, and last season, Baylor couldn't beat anybody. No one wants to play there. They're going to lose They're going to lose recruits, and they're going to have players transfer, because once this news, if this news is true, everyone's leaving. And I'm, I remember I was at brunch yesterday when I saw this uh, on Bleacher Report, and I'm heartbroken. I, I, I'm a huge Michigan State fan just because, you know, I, I'm a Big Ten fan. So I, I root for these teams. Love Tom Izzo. Love yeah. D'Antonio. But if this is true, uh, it's, it's truly heartbreaking that they would be involved in something like this. Because it's such a great program, basketball and football. Do you think that it would be possible for Michigan State to get the death penalty? Okay, so I was talking to my dad about this yesterday. Okay. If Penn State didn't get the death penalty... Michigan State's not gonna no one's getting the death penalty yeah. because because I think if it was, was going to happen, yeah, that was the time. It would have been Penn State. So I think the death penalty because they saw what it did to SMU. It completely yeah. destroyed that program. They're still they're still recovering yeah. from that, but they are going to lose scholarships over this. They're, they're going to lose. They're going to they're going to come down with harsh sanctions. And I mean, why would recruits want to go there? Right. But um, like you said, they have some great games, and I'm excited for them to play Penn State. So having that said. I want to talk about Michigan State and their talent. I want to talk about how good they are. Because under returning players, I just said everybody. Everybody. They have every... I'm pretty sure 11 out of 12 starters on the defense. (laughs) Not a lot of people outside the Big Ten know who Brian Lewerke is, but they're going to know. They're going to know. Okay. Remember how how I was giving him crap all season until like, I think week six, and then I I jumped on the bandwagon. I think he's going to go out there and light it up. And when when I was... I had key losses, right? When I was looking at their key losses... I think they lose it from last year. From the, the, this year, coming oh, up. yeah. Okay, yeah, I, got I you. think losing Cooper on the DN, the DN Cooper was like their biggest loss. Yep, they they have to replace their starting center, but I mean, Chris Frey is the only other starter. Yeah, leaving. So it was so it was ten out of twelve back. Yeah, uh, from from a defense that ranked top ten. Yeah, they're gonna be scary. They're they're one of the uh, best in the country. L.J. Scott, their entire offense. Felton Davis, oh their, their, their top receiver. If if no one's heard about Michigan State yet, they will get ready. And, and also, so. I didn't even put Michigan as one of their toughest games because <laughs> for me, Michigan is so up in the air. I don't. I think they could that honestly Michigan go State's going to steamroll Michigan this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I it, could see that happening. I just like I could if okay. I look at my top ten right. I could even think about bumping Michigan State up two more rankings, but like I said, I just have to give love to the teams that I'm still high on. Sure, and uh, they have Ohio State at home. I was actually looking at the Ohio State schedule next year, trying to figure out which games I want to go to. And yeah, that, that might be one that I that I circle. It's one of the best stadiums in the country. Cool. Uh, if if no one's been out to a game there, but uh, other than that, I mean, at Penn State, uh, good team. All right, so I'm gonna go with my number eight here. Go through number eight, and, and if anybody's wondering what I'm doing, I'm going to share this um, actually on my personal on my personal whatever you want to call it, so everyone can can watch it and tune in uh, my personal Facebook. So go ahead with your number eight. I'm still listening. Sure. Oklahoma. Wow. You hear that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Look at these guys. Oklahoma. What do we think about Kyler Murray? You have Oklahoma. I do. Number eight. Okay, so I I don't care. I don't care that he played Texas and blah, 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 blah. I I could not rank them in the top five. I I couldn't do it. Wait. I see people putting them in the top four, and I was throwing up everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Baker Mayfield is a difference. They're losing, in my opinion, Baker Mayfield was by far the best player in college football last year. Easily. And I think he proved it in the playoff. Yeah. I think he proved it in the big games. Yeah. You lose an emotional leader like that, 
and you've got a transfer quarterback stepping in. I'm not saying that Murray doesn't have talent. Wait. He does. You know, you want to talk about hype around somebody? The hype around Murray is too much. Wait, he's it's he's in the top five Heisman hopefuls. Yeah, no. That, how? How? So you want to hear my number seven, and this is going to make you throw up? Go ahead. Miami. Oh, Brad. Um, Miami has to replace. Why? They have to replace two starting O linemen, which is gonna, which is probably bigger than um, them losing. Uh, oh, what's his name? Mark Walton. So that's that's big. They have to replace two starting O linemen. But I think that we're starting to see here, even though they finished the season kind of tough, kind of rough. Um, I, I think we're starting to see here that they, they might be getting their swagger back. And I mean, it was real overzealous of them to think they were going to go undefeated because last year. Was not their year. Oh, absolutely. They're building something there, and and I'm loving seeing the swag there. And they needed to take those lumps because if let's say they go undefeated, they're getting destroyed. Round one, getting destroyed. Oh, I, I, there's no doubt that this program is rising, but I don't see them as a top ten team. Okay. That game against Clemson was atrocious. They didn't even show up to the title game. You know what's also... And they, but here's the thing. Sorry. They, Go ahead. They got worse as the season went on. They didn't get better. They got worse. Yeah. You know what also makes that Clemson game, that Clemson game look even worse for them is the way Clemson got owned by Alabama. Because this the whole time, I just thought Clemson was that good. That's bad for the ACC. All that, right? Because that, that loss was horrible. Awful. My opinion of the ACC... Because everyone said that they were the best conference last year. Yeah. With their A1 ball record. Clemson wins the national championship game that they wouldn't have even won if uh, Scarborough didn't go out of the game. That's a bad conference. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. And, and, and I, like, the way Clemson was destroying teams in the ACC, I thought Clemson was just that good. There's no doubt, though, that their defense is incredible. And I'm sure we'll get to Clemson. Cause... Clemson is, is on there. You I have that. no faith. In that offense to compete in big games, God, because because we saw them win games throughout the year. Okay, so I, I did read an article and it, it, it says is uh, Rozier gonna um, is Rozier gonna start? Do you think he is starting? Because yes, he has a turnover problem. And he does, but Miles, I want to be high on Miami because I think they they have their swagger back. So when I said I could move Michigan State up a couple notches, they can move up two notches if I if I really think about it. But, but so you would even move them up more. Michigan State? Yeah. No, no, no. Miami. No, no, no. If I had to, like, if I, if you had said, Brad, Miami's got to go. And I could probably move them down a spot and move up, move up Oklahoma, uh, move up uh, Michigan State over Miami and over my number six team as well. Okay. So let me hear your, are we on your number seven? Well, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're on number seven. I, I, I just want to say about Miami real quick because I want to get this out of here. I, I feel like I've talked about this before, but one of my biggest pet peeves in college football is a team that doesn't have their own stadium on campus. It drives me crazy. Like, I'm not saying that this influences my decision, but it kind of <laughs> does because I'm very biased against Miami because that drives me crazy. <laughs> they can't sell out a big game because they're playing in a pro stadium. Yeah. So everyone's talking about Miami being back, but at the same time, are the fans coming back? Like, are, yeah, are they, I understand. Can they even mean. sell out a big game? Can they? I still think it's cool. I still think it's really yeah. cool to see them playing at uh, the Hard Rock Stadium. What are their big games this year? Uh, LSU, tough. That's going to be a good tough one. Tough game. And I, I think they play at Virginia Tech. They're going to lose to LSU. Uh, oh, I think they're going to lose to LSU and lose at Virginia Tech. I can see them losing to Virginia Tech. Uh, easily. Easily. Uh, uh, we lost connection. Uh-oh. 
Oh no! We're back. Hey, we're back. There they are. <laughs> Welcome to Technology One Hundred and One. <laughs> All right, so so before I move on to my number seven, okay. I wanted to mention uh, Oklahoma. They have two really tough road games this year at TCU and at West Virginia. So that was another reason that I had them round eight because I could see them losing two or three games. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up until I moved on to my next team. So let me hear your number uh, seven for right. you in it. Number seven, Georgia. Okay, wow. I don't have them much higher because they're losing a lot of key players on defense. Yes, they are losing... I'm not worried about them losing Chubb and Michelle, like, at all. No, Swift is a great oh, running back. Absolutely. Swift is a great running Holyfield back. Holyfield also played really well yes. uh, throughout the season. So I'm not worried about the running backs. Yeah. I'm worried about the defense. Okay. So. And Fromm. I'm not I, 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 I'm not a fan of Fromm. I said this before the playoff, or I'm sorry, after the Rose Bowl, is that he didn't have to make any plays. Everyone was so high on him. I think he could easily get replaced. I think from it's not easily get replaced. I think from is going to get replaced by Justin Fields. Yep. He is one of the one best player. quarterbacks. Okay, guys, call me a homer. And this, this is not Alabama rated. He's one of the best overall number one players since Jeff Driscoll coming out. But I think he's better as a quarterback. And like you said, from never really was tested when you have. Chubb and Michelle. When, when it's when it's third and yeah. long, and, and you could run a screen pass to Michelle, and the, the man's gonna convert fifty percent of the time. It makes your life easy. When you can throw the ball deep, and you have that uh, dude with the glasses, the kicker, when he's oh, yeah. when he's drilling 50, 60 yard, 50, 55 yarders, and anybody easy. could see that Michelle and Chubb anchored that team. Yeah, and Fromm did not impress me in the national championship game. In my opinion, I think he made one great play. It was. The, the touchdown the downfield in the second half. But yard, that yeah. was the only play he made in the second half. And that really wasn't his play. No. Kudos to the receiver. He he burned – who was it? He burned Tony Brown on that play. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what what do we think about their games? Like how, how strong is the SEC going to be this year? I think um, Missouri is going to be tough, even though they lost their, uh, lost their OC. Um, I think there's too much turnover right now at Florida and Tennessee to realistically think that they're going to compete. No, I saw somewhere. Oh my god, I know Florida's getting Dan Mullen, but I saw someone rank Florida as the second best team in the SEC uh, East, and they were like they had him like fourth in the SEC. It's Mullen's first year. They still don't have a quarterback. And Show me a quarterback, and then I'll believe that they can compete. Yeah, and I wasn't too. I, I saw um, the Under Armour game. I wasn't too high on that guy coming in. He, he wasn't all that. Right. And I mean, he, he's not even. A, you know, not even a freshman yet, but he's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. So, I'll give you my number six. Okay. I've been itching to get my number six because, like like I said, I could move this down and put and replace this with Michigan State. And my biggest, my biggest thing with my number six team are the two losses they have that no one's going to realize one of them, how big one of them is. So, it's Oklahoma. One, everyone knows okay. they're losing Baker Mayfield. Yep. The other one, they're losing um, Orlando Brown. Big time. He was Lose, their playmaker. Losing, losing Orlando Brown. Who's going to anchor the offensive line? And uh, you're thinking about the uh, the other Brown. I'm thinking about Hollywood. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but when you – okay, like, it, oh, man, I was trying to compare it like when Alabama lost Ryan Kelly, uh, the center. I know it's center and offensive tackle are different. When you lose a player of that caliber who's anchoring your okay. line – it's 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 hard to replace. Now now you're gonna say you're gonna have a new quarterback in there too. Well, so I could see it happening. But at the same time, I think that offensive line problems. I think every big program has to restructure their offensive line every yeah. year. It, it's not like that. 
that big of a factor for me. Ohio State has had years where they lost games because of the offensive line. Yeah. But with with these big six-star programs, it's it's next man up. You're right, you're right. But a lot of times when it's next man up, they have an experienced quarterback behind. And it, it, makes, it, it makes life a lot easier when, when teams are losing big-time offensive linemen and they have – they have a mature guy. Um, did, do you know if Rodney Anderson's coming back? I think he is. Okay, I had Rodney Anderson as a – that's a, a shining star for them. Um, I think the only reason he's coming back is because of the legal trouble he got in, which he was cleared of, by the way, and he just didn't have enough uh, film. But he, he, he finished the season strong. And I mean, like you said, they have tough games this year. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I've got Oklahoma at eight, but I can see them winning the Big 12 this year. Yeah. But it, but it, but it all depends on what Murray – Brings to the table. Yeah. And, and also, Lincoln Riley, he's only got one year under his belt. Yeah. He's not even playing with his recruits yet. We don't really know what kind of coach he is right yeah. now. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And, you know, um, I would be a fool to say this is – so later in the show we're going to talk about uh, games we're most excited for. I'd be a fool to say this is a game that I'm most excited for, but I'm really excited to see this new revamped Chip Kelly offense versus oh, yeah. Kyler Murphy when they play UCLA. That's going to be a fun game to watch. So uh, let's move to, we're on to your number six. Uh, My number six, yeah. And we're going to stay in the Big Ten East. I'm going to go with Wisconsin. So I was kind of up and down when I was talking about Wisconsin because first I had them in the top five, and then I had them a little lower, and then I decided, you know what, we're just going to put them right in the middle. We know Wisconsin's going to be good next year. They've got Hornerbrook coming back. They've got Jonathan Taylor coming back. T.J. Edwards is coming back so, on the defensive Wisconsin side. So, Wisconsin lost one game all year. How are they six? What, what what did they lose besides one game? They didn't lose anybody. Fumagalli, or how you pronounce his name? Yeah. He's not That's a it. loss. That's it. And they, their one loss was a close loss to a great Ohio State team. Yes, in, in a championship game. Why was everybody so down on Wisconsin? The, everyone's down on the Big Ten West, but at the same time, show me another division. Show me the SEC East. I, how... How is it? Why is everybody so down? And now you got this year. You've got Nebraska is going to be on the come up again. Yeah, no, I, I think Nebraska. It's going to take them. I think Nebraska is going to be a borderline. It's going to take a year or two. Maybe maybe seven wins at most. But that that division is getting stronger. Iowa's always a tough game. I believe Wisconsin plays Iowa in September at Iowa. At Iowa, at that's going to be a big one. Oh yeah, they're at Northwestern. They're at Michigan and they're at Penn State. Yes. So four extremely tough Big Ten so, road games. So uh, one thing I remember uh, when we were talking. Uh, for everyone knows, we didn't discuss our top ten before this because I love the, the surprise factor. Right. But I did ask him um, how much of a factor are the games playing in in, in your anal- analyst of this. Yeah, I, th- I think it's an interesting this. point. Go ahead. I think I mean, that I think that is that your main reason for breaking them at six, right? Yeah, I mean, are you you're arguing that that they should be higher? Oh, one hundred percent. Well, they lost one game, and I mean, it's neither here nor there. But I think losing one game in the Big Ten. In the championship game, with returning, with returning the best running back, and speaking of, also the entire offensive line is coming back. Yes. So, I, so that that is big time for Wisconsin, who re- relies on that running game. Yeah. And man, yeah, I just I just couldn't put any, I, but I couldn't put them any higher because I think they're the third best team. Okay. In the Big Ten. Okay. Next year. But so um, we'll uh, get to that. I'm gonna make you happy uh, here soon because. I'm going to reveal my number five team, and it is not Ohio State. So that means Ohio State is in the top four for you. <laughs> uh, my number five team is Georgia. Okay. And I think Georgia's going to go down to be maybe a, a three-loss team this year. Um, wow, three losses. Yeah, three losses. And that's 
this is a preseason. This is a preseason ranking here. So I mean, yeah. they could they could easily run the table, but they could also get three losses. And, and mm-hmm. I think losing uh, Carter and and um, what's the name Smith, losing those two linebackers is going to be big. But I don't think that they really have a lot of tough games in. I don't think the SEC East is that competitive. So you're saying that Missouri's going to be better? I think Missouri's better. Um, Kentucky's better, and they have to play at Kentucky. I, I can't remember if they play at LSU, but LSU is not going to be that tough. Uh, still, yeah, still, yeah, they're they're at LSU. It's still going to be a, a rough game. Auburn at home. All right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead to my number five. Yes, I'm excited. Uh, five. We talked about them already, uh, but I'm going with Washington. I'm really high on Washington this year. Okay. I could easily see them being a playoff team, running yes. the table. They have a great defense, and as we said, they're returning 9 out of 12. They are losing a couple key players. Yeah. I, 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 I think the schedule sets up well for them. I think Browning's going to be the best quarterback in the conference. Yes. I, I don't – Miles, I, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't dislike that at all. Yeah. I mean, I could see them being ranked 5. I just thought there were just so many better teams than them, and – but you – could you imagine? Picture this. Picture Bra- Browning finishes in the top three in, in the Heisman rankings. Okay, I could see Washington's that. Washington's going to the playoffs, yeah. and they will finish in the, top, in the top four. They will. But you know what? I think for the Pac-12 this year, yeah. if, if they're going to have a playoff team, I think they have to be undefeated. Yeah, definitely. I don't think they're going to have a one-loss. I don't think a one-loss Pac-12 champion is going to get in the playoffs. No, no one watches Pac-12 football. That's yeah. why. All right, so. All right, so we are off and running here in the, in the top five. We're going to go with, what, your number four? Number four. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, – all you guys who've been hating and low-ranking Wisconsin. I got Wisconsin at number four. They lost one game. You're really high on Wisconsin next year. Who would I? Dude, when you lose one game. It makes me happy. You can honestly, okay, I could honestly make an argument that Wisconsin was one of the best four teams last year. You could easily make an argument for that. And Absolutely. Who would I? who would I be to not rank them there? I mean, they do play some very tough games, but which will, they will they will not run the table in the regular season this year. I'm just going to say that too many away games that are tough. Way too many away games. But if they do. Ooh, tough road games, man. If they run the table and then they lose in the Big Twelve championship, Big Ten championship, do you put them in? Because, no. okay, no. They, run, they beat Iowa. At, they, beat, they won a game at Iowa, at Northwestern, at, at Penn, Penn State, State, at Michigan State. Arguably, oh, all, it's, those, it's too, it's too many arguably all those will be top ten games. I mean, top uh, 25 games. Yeah. And if they win those games. No, I said if they run the table but lose right. to Ohio yeah, State. see, but... I already put you guys in this house. I, I just don't see a what twelve and one non-conference champion Wisconsin making the playoff. It's just it's not going to happen. Okay, I, I just want to get your take Sorry. on that. So who's your who's your number four? Okay, so I've got Michigan State at number four, but I feel like I might be hyping them up too much. Yeah, I think you're a little excited. I think you're oh, a lot fine. excited, but it's fine. I mean, you you love the Big Ten. Yeah, but I mean, they, no one has more talent coming back next year than yeah. Michigan State. Yeah, and that defense. Oh, I, I think that defense is the second best in the uh, Big Ten. And the schedule sets up well for them. They have uh, three out of four of their tough games are at home. Ohio State, which, which helps a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, so. I like it. Um, I just want to get to this this next. Go ahead. Because yeah, we've we've talked about the Spartans. So yeah, I got number three. This is for all you Ohio State fans. I Ohio State coming in number three, and I do too. You know, everyone's talking about you guys losing um, JT, and 
Haskins is coming in. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if Tate, uh, what's Tate Martell, Tate Martell? If, if he started or played a little. That dude is fun to watch. We had him on the uh, scout team all year, and he just impressed the hell out of the coaches. This kid can play receiver. He can play running back. He can play quarterback. He's exciting. To Urban watch. is going to find a way to get this guy in the game. Yep. And he also, ha- I've, I, I'm so high on Tate Martell. You guys also have a, a, another good quarterback that's coming in. I can't remember who it is, but I, I was doing some light reading um, on the plane. Uh, won't play for a while, though. Yeah, he won't play for a while, but I was like, you guys are going to be good at quarterback for a while. Haskins is going to, if if Haskins starts, I mean, it's it's not a guarantee, but what he does is, because of his throwing ability, yeah. we're not going to see quarterback run right, quarterback run left all year. It's going to open up our stars who Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins should be getting the football consistently. Yeah. That's another big uh, one-two punch coming back. I wasn't too sure if Mike Weber was coming back. Um, he hasn't officially yeah, he, announced. Um, he oh did. no, he did. He, he did. did. Actually, I, what I, I read that it was on. He waited till the day of mm-hmm. the, the last day to announce, and he is coming back. And that's a great one-two punch right there to have. Um, your games are <sighs> always Ga- tough, but games are tricky. I mean, so. The game against TCU is going to be But big. we don't know what's, what TCU is going to oh, look But we don't know what TCU is going to look like. But we're at Penn State. We're at yeah. Michigan State. And Michigan is always a tough game. Keep in mind, also, we're getting all of our receivers back. Yes. So Haskins has been working with these guys all year. He definitely has the leg up for the starting job. And remember this name, Chase Young. He's going to be a true sophomore on the, de- on the defensive line next year. Okay. Him and Nick Bosa are going to dominate. You know, I, did, I told you this, um, and I want everyone to know, this is – in my opinion, one of the easiest schedules you guys have had in a long time. Uh, I I could see that only because we've had Oklahoma on our schedule the last two years. Yeah, so just not time. having Oklahoma and playing Baker Mayfield does open it up for us. Yeah, and so I would probably agree with that. But at the same time, I mean, we weren't even worried about Michigan State uh, last year or the year before, but. They're they're a real threat. Penn yeah. State's a real threat. Michigan. The- I mean, your conference is your conference. I'm not saying that your I'm not saying that your conference is any weaker. I'm just saying. Sure. No, I, I. All in all, the games the games just looked a little bit more favorable to you guys. All right. So we both have the same we number three. We both have Ohio State at number three. Um, who's your number two? Okay. I think our actually we'll do this. I know our one through one through three is the exact same. So give me your number two, and I'm gonna say I have the same one because we already we both know who number one is. And I went back and forth on it because – and it's Clemson. Yes. I have Clemson at number two because they have so much talent coming back on the defensive line. Uh, Farrell, Wilkins, Bryant. They, this defense will be the best defense in the country. Easily. 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 And – Teams teams won't score on them. What's crazy – and this is going to oh, make me so mad. Clemson knows how to retain their coaches. They don't have – and so this – to me – Clemson was a borderline number one team. And, and this pains me to say because I'm an Alabama oh, fan. Yeah. I've seen preseason rankings out there. ESPN had them at number one after all these uh, defensive linemen said that they were coming back, but it wasn't enough for me to push them at number one. Yeah, because and, and, Go ahead. No, uh, well, I was, I was just going to say probably my most important point is that I don't think uh, Bryant is the answer. Who is this kid coming in? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, num- number one pocket passer. Yeah. I think he will be replacing Bryant. I think Bryant's going to get replaced because I because I think Dabo's going to realize that he's not going to win him the big games. I see. <clears throat> that's my problem here. Okay. I don't think you bench a senior, um, a senior who got you to the playoffs. But what are your thoughts on Bryant? I mean, he he was awful against Alabama. Yeah. Awful. But you got to imagine. You got to think about this. 
Alabama finished the season as the number one defense in the country. And people were saying Alabama's not all that tough, but they I looked at the rankings, they finished number one overall defense. I know you're, you're putting a first year starter against Alabama, a hungry Alabama team with team uh, something to prove. Like I said before, Clemson played good games. Bryant played he played solid. All right. Well, you... they do lose Deion Deion, Deion Kane and Ray yeah. McLeod, which which two receivers is big. I know they lose their uh, their offensive tackle, they lose their offensive guard. Those are big losses, but they got uh, ETN coming back, so he's got another year under his belt, and that kid could be fun to watch. I know, but having that said, I'm just not high on this offense. I do have them at number two, but I have them at number two because of the defense and because uh, their schedule is pretty favorable. I did list here that they have some tough road games. They they're at Texas A&M. Okay, I was gonna. I want to get your opinion. Do you think that's going to be a hard game for Clemson? I think just being on the road, I think it's going to be tricky, but A&M is, is a couple years away from being... Well, A&M hasn't even solidified tenure. who their quarterback is. I don't even know if Kellen Mond, because he got yeah. replaced at the end of the year. I don't even know if he's going to be the starter. But it's, just, but it's going to be a tough environment. So. Well, you said, I know you, you said there was a couple games. Um, what were the other ones that you were... Well, they're... Okay, at Georgia Tech. Okay. At Wake Forest. Wake Forest was really competitive this year. Um, NC State. No, that's a home game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a home game, not not a road. And then at Florida State, and as you said uh, in the honorable mentions, Florida State is going to be back. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I just want to hear it. I wasn't uh, thinking their schedule was easy at all. Yeah. One game that I'm gonna I'm gonna go and put this guys out here for you, because I want to do a you heard it here first. Go ahead. A trap game. Okay. They have to play at Boston College. Okay. Boston College gave them a run for their money for three and a half quarters. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh... I feel like it was like seven zero, right? Like for, it, for the, it, they, uh, they end up winning. They end up winning by like for the first three like quarters. 13. Though it yeah, was, yeah, 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 it was a close game, and uh, they gave them a run for the money. But now they now they're gonna play at Boston College. Yeah. Watch out! I, I just want to put that out there as a you heard it here first. Number one, I couldn't put anybody else as my number one team because the tide proved it. They got their spot in the playoff, and they proved it. I, they they are the best team in college football. Yes, they're still at the top. Yes, F- freshman won them the national championship. Freshman, like yeah. just uh, Saban just started throwing them in. Um, so so you aren't we're gonna see all these kids. You aren't concerned about losing Minka. No, uh, Bradley Boozman on the O lines going. No, uh, Rashawn Evans is out. Are you worried? I just want to list off how many players we have. Uh, yeah, a little. okay. Listen to these defensive players that are... No, I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried Next at all. Next man up, man. I'm not worried at all because, you know... Mac Wilson coming you know back, Dylan Moses. Were, people were saying, like... I was reading one of our big losses was uh, Tony Brown. Tony Brown is not a big loss. Minka's a no. big loss. Yeah. Minka you was the best player. You can't replace a player like that. And I know that both of our um, our, our DBs are, le- are leaving with uh, Levi Wallace and um, Everett. But what, listen to this name. Remember this name. Savy... Uh-oh, sound is out. Can you guys hear us? Still going. Can you hear us? Let me know. I think we're good. All right. Let's see. Yep. Sounds yep, okay. still good. Sounds there. It's probably a bad connection. So, um, listen to this name. Savion Smith. Savion Smith, cornerback coming in. Okay. He got the JUCO experience. He has he has big game experience playing at LSU. He will be the difference maker on defense. And <coughs> not not I, I said that wrong. 
He'll be the different, the the in most, the the newest starter difference maker. Because I still think Anthony Jennings, he's gonna be healthy. You know, he's coming back. Um, Jerry Judy uh, is a name for me to watch out for. I think. Jerry freaking Judy. Dude, he's he, he played. He really impressed me in that game against Georgia. Oh my God, Jerry Judy is very. And it's a crowded backfield. Damian Harris is coming back. Yep, Najee Harris. So, okay. Brandon, we got uh, Josh Jacobs. Brian, no one even saw much of Brian Robinson. He's sitting and waiting. Brian Robinson was playing for that, that last spot versus Najee. They, they were like neck and neck all season, all offseason. I know that you mentioned that Ohio State schedule is a little you know, easier than years past, but can we talk about Bama's schedule? How easy it is. Can we talk about <laughs> Can we talk about the SEC for a second? Because I really think we're in a spot here. They So, Bama usually plays a really tough non-conference game. Yeah. Granted, when they scheduled Louisville, I think Louisville was... They were supposed to be tough. And supposed to be good. But no one knew Lamar Jackson was going to have a good season like this. Yeah. I think people are falling off because our, our connection is not too good. So, we're just going to keep going. And if you guys jump on, stay on. We love you. Whatever. All right. Um, <clears throat> Dylan Moses will be good. Mac Wilson is coming back, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but one thing... Alabama is getting four offensive linemen back. So I know that we didn't decide this, but do you have a playoff prediction? Do I have a playoff prediction? Yeah, because I'm I'm kind of thinking of this off the cuff here. I mean, I've got Bama in. Bama in. I don't want to put Ohio State in because it just seems so, but at the same time, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I got Bama, Clemson. Big Ten's going to be tough. So I... I'm just, just not sure who's going to come out I don't of the Big Ten think this year. A Big Ten team's going to make it this year. You think the Big Ten's going to be left out t- two years in a row? It's just too tough, man. It's, 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 I just look how much parity is in the Big Ten. So I, I, I'll give you Bama Clemson. Um, with uh, that being said, yeah. With that, with that being said, let's talk about uh, some games we're looking forward to next year. Okay. We talked a lot about uh, big conference games. Yeah. But. Let's talk about some non-conference games. Week one, uh, Labor Day weekend is being carved out now as the biggest weekend in college football every year. And I love that we're getting a lot of these great non-conference games. Yes. So, games we're looking forward to. All I did was I'm posting this. I want to see if the sound is actually working. If it's not working. Guys, if if it's not working or it's at all slow, we're going to post this uh, edited um, so you can listen to the whole thing. Okay. Michigan and Notre Dame okay. is one of my favorite rivalries. And I was heartbroken when they took it away. Yeah. But it's coming back this year. And I think that it's going to be – Michigan-Notre Dame, why I love it so much is that every year it was always an, an indicator of where these programs were. Yes. And I think that this is going to tell us a lot about where Kelly is with his program, where Harbaugh is with his. This is going to be a huge game under the lights. You know, when you told me that this is one of the games you're looking forward to, I was, I was kind of wanting to get your thoughts on this. You, no one knows who's playing quarterback for either team. And you're still excited? Absolutely. Is it a brand name game? Is that why? I'm not, no, no, no. No, okay, I, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that came off weird. I, I didn't mean to say it like I don't – I'm excited for this game. I'm not, I'm not discrediting I, that. I understand I just want to get your opinion on that. But I have to – Kind of. Uh, this is because just for me, this is just one of my favorite. Games. Yeah, yeah, it's of one course. of my favorite rivalries. Yeah, yeah, of course. And and the fact that it's coming back because they haven't played. Uh, I think in a good four or five years. I yeah. Uh, no, I'm very excited for it. I want to hear your uh, second game that you're excited for because this is. It didn't make my list, but I am so yeah. stoked for this game. Yeah. Okay. So, Florida Atlantic 
UCF. Yes. Week four, they're trying to push game day to come to Orlando. I because there's no other game that weekend. I will be wild. I, I, I will lose there. my mind if game day is in Orlando. I will make the best sign I possibly can. Oh my god. This could be a, this could be a top twenty five matchup. Yes. Florida Atlantic and UCF. I mean, this is what college football is all about. Watch out for watch out for uh, Milton in the Heisman finalist yes. next year. And props to uh, <laughs> Kiffin, man. He's got a pipeline. Time. He's, but, got, he's got Singletary coming back. He's got Singletary coming back. But I don't know if you guys heard it. Jason Driscoll is not returning for his uh, extra year of eligibility. That's disappointing. He said but... his dream was not to play professional football and – he doesn't want to go back to school just to play football. He graduated. He's good. Well, now, he graduates this, this semester. Now that we're on the subject of UCF, I kind of wanted to bring this up with you because when I was talking to uh, my fellow or my UCF grads, yeah, uh, I told them that I put together a top 10 list and that UCF was not on my top 10 list and they were not happy. I told them I, I, told them I UCF's a borderline. Borderline top 25 team right yeah. now. Yeah, like between we don't really 17 know. to 25. Yeah, and they lost a lot of key players. They lost Frost. Losing Griffin's going to be... Wait, oh, yeah. you know one player that no one was really saying who they lost? Um, what's his name? Trayvon Smith? Oh, yeah. And and Mike Hughes on the defensive Mike, side. Oh, my God. Big, Mike Hughes. These are big piece. losses. But, but, but here's the thing, right? Losses for a group of five team are much harder to come back yeah. from. Then when you have a uh, next man up, because it's program. they're not replacing it with a five star. Exactly, they're replacing, replacing a guy who needs to, you know, be molded like a three star mold. They they they're yeah. good, but they have some some inequalities. Yeah, but anybody who listens to the podcast knows that we love Mackenzie Melton. And yes. that opinion for me has not changed. He impressed me so much in that Auburn game. Yes, coming back the way he did in the second half. And how you and I talked about when he gets how, in his rhythm. How bad he, he started. And I don't know if it was bad, oh, he just wasn't in a rhythm. He was 2 and of 15. He went ham. Oh. He he won that game for them. He he he, he started. Because he went to the locker room and he, he. I mean, his poise is yeah so impressive. You see how he started. He he used his legs to get him into the rhythm, which I I really respect that. Out of that shows the the, the quarterback maturity of him. He knows no. that he, he's not he doesn't have it right now uh, throwing the ball. So let's get the rhythm with my legs, and yeah. then the passing game opened up. Absolutely, and I'm uh, looking forward to talking a lot of uh, UCF football next year. I'm, I'm hoping that they stay relevant, but that game's going to be huge. So when I picked my games, yeah, I don't know if I just looked at the schedule and I was like, man, I'm so excited for college football to come back. I'm going to pick the first two I see. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I got my first game I'm excited for is Auburn versus Washington. Yeah, and I'm very excited. We touched on this a little bit. This is going to be an one. indicator of conferences. Conferences. How is the Pac-12 and the Yeah, this is going to how are they going to look? This is gonna dictate everything. Uh, what we're gonna do? So let, let's let's go one more time, um, one more game. Clemson at Texas A&M. We talked about it. We're excited. Jimbo Fisher era. Uh, Jimbo Fisher versus Dabo Sweeney again. Yes. Who knew that we were gonna get that? But yeah. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to our first ever live episode. You guys did see that we did have some technical difficulties, and we appreciate all of you guys who stayed on and bared with us through what was going on. If you guys want, go ahead and give us a like on Facebook, and that's at Best of the House. We're on Twitter at Best of the House. This was our first of many live episodes, so stay tuned. I hope you guys enjoyed, and like I said, thank you.